0: Welcome to the Philo Sophia podcast. Join our hosts Trevor and Alfredo as they plumb the depths of philosophy, religion, science, and history. Learn with us and laugh with us here on Philo Sophia. Welcome to Philo Sophia. I'm Trevor, joined as always by my co host Alfredo. Alfredo. Good evening, Trevor. Good evening. Good to hear you, my friend. Yeah, it is, man. It's good. Did we start did we start shit last time or what? We started some shit last episode, yeah. That's because we, we don't know, we kind of knew what we were talking about, but we obviously were passionate. What did you hear? Oh, a lot, lots of mostly good stuff. We got an email, our first listener communication. Nice. I would summarize like, it. It uh, she didn't give me permission to read it on the air, so I'll just summarize it. So I would say sentence like one through five, mm-hmm. the gist, if I had to like condense it down to one word would be. Alfredo's amazing. Two words, are sorry, you, two words. <laughs> are you just playing with? No, that? I swear. It, it was like, basically just said Alfredo is amazing. And then sentence, like the last two sentences were like, Trevor, you're fine, I guess. <laughs> no, Trevor is a No, genius. it was like, it was like, I appreciate your perspective. It's, it's a good, you know, it's, it balances it out a little bit. So, um, I'm, that's an uh, that's an unfair summary, but the the take home was that the people love you, man, and they want more of you. They love us. And just to let everyone know, I did not pay anyone to write an email. <laughs> you know how an Amazon. You know, it's so weird. She had careful. the same last name as you, so I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So you just got to be careful. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah. She was actually, actually. someone who has supported the show financially by ordering from the sacred ritual.com using code Sophia at checkout. And we actually got another one. That kind of kind of makes me warm in my heart. It's really cool. We got, we got another one. We didn't realize we had another one. My wife keeps going like, Oh man, I need to pack out this order because she sells most of her stuff, not on her website. Mm. So website orders are somewhat rare. Like, a few How does a, we- she a few a week get it going then uh, retailers and this like nice. live selling platform it's like an app um, oh. where you just talk about your product people buy stuff nice. and uh, and so she keeps going oh man it's been like three days I need to send that product out she finally sent it out and then the guy who ordered sent an email saying hey I forgot to put the promo code in and so that was nice of him because then we know he came from the show also so cool. I wish you would have put the code in because I would have put some, I would have snuck some free coffee in there if I had known. So, apologies, my friend. Nice. No coffee. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that's really nice that someone out there is taking their time to listen in their busy day, you know. Time and, and money. Time and money. Time and money, you know, and we're definitely not getting paid for this. We just... We're just doing it because we're passionate about not knowing about things. <laughs> <laughs> we're so passionate about how much we don't know. It's yeah. amazing. <laughs> yeah. Bottom line. So this is was an exciting week for you. It was, man. We're having a podcast right now. You know what? I, I needed it. So thank you uh for for meeting this week. Yeah. It's uh started my new job. It's I mean, it- um Dude, you know, okay, so you know when people use the word, or, or the phrase, "this is humbling," like this yes. is a humbling experience. I, some I get a little annoyed by that phrase because I feel like people use it wrong because they'll like they'll have just gotten like an Oscar, right? Mm-hmm. And they'll say this is humbling. Well, it's like no, getting an award for being great is the opposite of humbling. Like. It right. that's whatever the opposite of humbling is, that's what that feeling Stop is. Being right? A hypocrite. Like I'm you the best. Like I have yeah, an yeah. award. I'm the best. That's not humbling. F you all. Humbling is when like you get put in your place, you know? And so, that's so true. Because by circumstance or people. Right. And it doesn't have to be a negative thing. Um w- mm-hmm. so with that disclaimer, I will say it's been a humbling two days. Are you blowing shit up already? Oh man, it's just this is like, these guys are like the, and, and girls are like the cream of the crop, man. They're fucking geniuses, all of them. For you to say that? Oh, dude, it's that's like, that's intimidating. <laughs> I was saying to this, this to my wife today, it's going to make me sound arrogant. I don't mean it, but I was like, I'm not used to working this hard and not being the most productive person. Like, if I'm working <laughs> this hard, I'm blowing away whatever the expectations are, usually, as far as like, as far as like productivity, you know, Mm-mm, no other right. metric. Like, just as far as getting shit done, if I'm working this hard, like, I'm guaranteed. Usually, in most circumstances, I'm like, going to be doing more than everybody else I'm working with, right? Not right. here, man. I'm. I'm like, I've been on my computer since seven a.m. practically, wow. and I'm not. And I'm. I. I feel like I'm getting a ton done, but the reactions of the volume are like kind of lackluster, you know, I'm probably reading too much into it. I'm sensitive, but, uh, <laughs> I'm like, man, I, anyway. So the, the point is it's, it's been humbling because the people I'm working with are like legit. So is the bar, like super high right now, the bar is super high right now. So I, I meet, so, okay. So let me, let me back up. So on Monday I got a tour of the campus, which was really cool. I got like a like a golf one of those like golf carts, but they're like a little bit nicer. Like they have doors that close, you know. Oh, nice! And drive around and see like Mm -hmm. all the fancy buildings, and then they give me a tour of the actual building, and and where my office is going to be, which I'm never going to use because I'm I think I'm going to be mostly remote. Thank goodness. Um. And that that was really cool. That was that was fun. Got did a bunch of paperwork, blah blah blah. And then yesterday was like a all morning Zoom with my boss. And he's just like laying on this task that he wants to do. So to to summarize it very quickly, they want to build he he has data from 10 years of three different studies that are going on. How many subjects? Uh I'd say that, that are actually going to be in the final analysis, probably like 300, but the stuff that you need to, but, but the actual number of subjects in like all the data sets is thousands. Oh wow. So they all need to be merged and each one has different variable names. Right. And that's just stuff you don't even think of. Like if one spreadsheet has a column that says sex and zero equals Mm -hmm. female and one equals male, but then another Mm -hmm. one uses a one for female and a two for male, like, Oh, man. It's just tedious, like, spreadsheet hell. But anyway, so. That's going to take you three months. And everything needs to be converted to a Z-score, and then it needs to be converted back, and blah, 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 blah. Stuff that nobody cares about. So he's like, hey, so I'm going to tell you that the deadlines here are pretty intense. And I'm like, okay. Intense as far as. He's like, it's not me, but we're part, he's like, we're one cog in an international machine, right? So there's Mm. collaborators from England, from Washington University, from all these universities, right? And he's like, if we don't get our piece done by a certain date, hundreds of people are now just sending us an email every morning going, hey, update, update, right? Oh, wow. And he's like, and quite frankly, I don't have time to do this part of it, so you're responsible for it. No pressure. Yeah, and he goes, and my colleague... Is having a meeting, um, is giving a talk. There's gonna be a bunch of potential reviewers there. This this needs to be a nature paper, which is exciting, right? That's all I, oh, nice. th- I think that's exciting. Yeah. And he goes, but he would like to have this data by Thursday. This Thursday. <laughs> Dude, I laugh I la. I literally laughed out loud. <laughs> And, and he's a, he's a super nice guy. Like he kind of chuckled too. Like, he's like, yeah, I don't, I don't know what to tell you, but he's like, but we really do need to get it done by Thursday. I'm like, Oh my God. Okay. So yeah, man. So it's been, it's been nuts, but I've just been glued to my computer all day. So I was like, yeah, I want to, I want to chit chat. I need a break. Oh man. Do you wear glasses? No. Should I? I don't know. Oh, Uh, you will. (laughs) Yeah. Right. If I keep doing this, right. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) The blue light. Not yes. so much the uh, the numbers, but it's just I'm finding out that just staring at the computer really is tiring. Yeah, it's, phone is worse. I found phone is much worse, but for sure. But computer, so I got to. this new pair, and it has a blue, like a blue light uh, blocker. And because I'm older, I have to get the first for the first time progressive glasses, which is like I, not for reading down, and then for looking mm. for distances which is super interesting. But um how, how you, you know, just signs of being old. It seems like that'd be hard to get used to. It has been for the last 3 weeks, yeah. Yeah. So just be you know, I have to be careful driving and then your your eyes just adjust cuz you have basically two set of glasses. Yeah. You At know, once. Different prescriptions, you know. Yeah. I, it's better now. I, I don't know if it helps, but I have like big monitors probably makes it worse, more light, but I don't have to like strain so much. Oh, that's but, good. It, plus you young, but I mean, it's the, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so that, that's, that's my week, man. So we're not going to get it done by tomorrow. Well, I don't well, know. I, I'm, I'm going to have something to turn in by tomorrow. <laughs> it's not going to be what they're probably hoping for, but, uh, I've narrowed down like fifty spreadsheets to one. Oh wow. So like I ha- I have the basis of something that like could be uploaded into R and m- something might happen. Or I'll just get a big fat error message and that's when that's Wait, that, okay. that's when you get depressed. Look, yes, look at what you do right now, and then what you were doing, I want to say what? five years ago when you were oh, when you hated that job it's crazy it's do my my life is crazy, like at, sometimes I feel like twelve different people, like I try to remember things yeah, from like fifteen one. years ago, and I'm like, that can't have been the same person, yeah, but see now you're crazy and you don't hate it. But yeah. then you were crazy and you hated it. Oh yeah, no, this is this is fun. I mean the the only the only way this could turn not fun is if like there's a really like serious expectation of like, hey, you <laughs> miss a deadline, you're out of here kind of thing, which I don't get the sense there is. I don't think there's people lining up to do this stuff. They're just trying to express a sense of urgency, you know? Right. So like, if I I don't turn this in tomorrow, I don't think it's going to be like, Hey, strike one. You know, it's just, I I don't think there's 20 other people who, who could do this, you know, like, so I'm just, I'm optimistic, I guess we'll see in a few weeks. You'll hear my, my tune change. No, I hear you. (laughs) We, uh, man, we, I, I didn't tell you this part. So we, um, recorded that show and, and we're kind of chit chatting about it in some chat rooms. And, Mm -hmm. uh, a couple of people, I think, were kind of like, I would say 90% of the people who commented on it were like, oh, that was interesting. Either they already knew about it and enjoyed it, or they didn't know about it and enjoyed it, or they felt like it was maybe a little heretical
1: <laughs> or
0: or sacrilegious, you know what I mean? Whatever the right no. word is for that. I don't know what the right word is for it, but... Just like uh, borderline blasphemy. Yes. Yes. Blasphemous. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh. And I, I, uh, I, 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 is it because it didn't fit their narrative, their own narrative, you think? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Um, it started off basically saying, I, I should have, I should have read the messages before I got on here because I'll, I'll, miss, I'll misquote. But I think the spirit of the message was like, hey, man, you're, you're saying, Stuff about Jesus that's not in the Bible, right? And then it's like, oh, yeah, that's fine. I mean, these are we're just reporting whatever thing we we read. And and these comments weren't just directed at us; they were directed at other people commenting about this topic. So, mm-hmm. um, and then I made a comment about, well, I don't think the Gnostics were, you know, anti-Jesus; they were very pro-Jesus. But but I'll grant that's you. I'll grant you they were kind of anti-Yahweh, right? Right. And that led to this whole other conversation and a book recommendation that was amazing that I want to talk about eventually. But uh, anyway, so he had said like he had some sort of experience as a nine-year-old with Yahweh and did not provide any further details, but that basically... To shut up, <laughs> so so anyway, that was that. <laughs> oh, that's funny. that. That was you know that. Thing, I like that. It, I like per, people's yeah. personal experiences. That's cool. Yeah. So we are not We're not denying the existence of Yahweh, and you can continue to have meaningful experiences. You know, that's the whole point. But uh it's just a different perspective of Yahweh, and that's all. Yeah, yeah. We're not denying at all. In fact, we're supporting it. Yeah, I—I I mean, generally, I think, I think that's my my worldview is that yeah. I'm kind of like a reformed materialist, new atheist who's who says like that doesn't really make sense. So, what else is out there? And and I think, uh, man, the Bible more than most things seems to have a lot going for it. So, for a long time, yeah. So, I mean, that that's really all anyone can really. Say unless they've had some sort of personal experience like this Have guy you had a personal experience. I mean, I don't think I don't know. I don't think so. No, nothing like, nothing like, like you know, changing. trumpets in the sky and something descending and talking to me. Nothing like that. That would do it for you. That would certainly do it for me. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> me too. <laughs> that'd be a that'd be a a game changer. Yeah, that for would sure. Do it for me. Yeah, that would do it for me. Yeah. I don't know. It's like you can look at anything and say. I don't know a lot- a lot of it is uh you know confirmation bias, but but you could certainly look at things as being an intervention from God, absolutely mm-hmm. I have a harder time with that than most probably, but that's my issue, you know, right, and then it's your own journey, yeah, you know, your own personal journey and and the fact that we can talk about this and a lot of scientists cannot, oh yeah, um, yeah, they absolutely. have no room for none of this that's what's so interesting about like uh this show (laughs) this show my worldview and i think yours too is like we're men without a country man because we're way we're way too spiritual and religious for the typical scientist and and i'm blasphemous for the typical religious person you know so it's like ah which that's the nice thing about shows like this it's like somewhere you can sort of Take be okay intellectual with, risks. Exactly. Be okay with where we're at. Yeah. And then take risks, not be boxed in into something or into pragmatic thinking. You what know? about just, yeah. just, just be open. We've seen way too much. Yeah, exactly. We, we've read way too much. we listen way too much just to. Thought too much. Be, I've thought <laughs> too much. I've spent too much time driving a car. Yeah, You know, I love to drive. I used to drive a ton for work and time just compresses when you're on like a seven hour drive, five hour drive. That is so true. You get to your even destination and you feel like a week has gone by. Yeah. Even a phone call too. Yes. You take a, a good phone call and all of a sudden you arrive like, oh, what the hell just happened to the two hours? Yep. You know? I used to do the shadiest stuff at my last job that I hated because yeah. like... I'd have a meeting in San Francisco, right? (laughs) Right. It's a one hour meeting. It could totally just be a zoom, but they always wanted me there in person because, you know, I'm, if you're, if you're flying up there, you're like supposed to spend the time there and come up with other things to do, you know, start other meetings, you know, go on joint visits with clinicians, blah, blah, blah. Oh Oh, man, Dude, I would drive up the night before and leave the next day. <laughs> Eight-hour drive, you know, like some like to Sacramento or something, and right. so to be in the car sixteen hours over like thirty-six hours. Oh wow! My my wife would be like, "Hey, did you? What did you think about this thing we did?" I'm like, hey, that what was thing? that was a week ago. What are you talking about?" <laughs> She's like, "No, it was yesterday." <laughs> but anyway, so sorry. Back to what you were saying. I've just we've thought too much, man. Yeah. Too many yeah. thoughts flying around up here. Yeah, and, and we've seen a thing or two, so. Yeah. And and every time you and I have gotten together and talk, it's it's always meaningful. That's why we decided to at least have, share it with others. Yeah. Yeah. So and, th- and, and and the fact that also we're not alone and, and, and other people subscribe to to our thinking, that's because they're, you know, their own thinking. They they know how to think. That's been pretty cool. I think that's one of the coolest things about, sh- you know, kind of independent shows and chat rooms and stuff. It's like, oh, okay, there's right. there's a fair amount of people who are like this. It's not, mm-hmm. it's not everybody. It's not a majority. You don't probably encounter them too often in public. And even if you did, it's not like you wouldn't recognize them, you know? It's only through talking. Then you yeah. and I hate people anyway. Exactly. That's the problem. That's why I can never meet anybody like this because I'm naturally repulsed by uh, social interaction. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, to finish, I try not to. I try not to, but I just can't take it anymore. You know, it's like, gosh, be patience. Well, you've, when you've been disappointed, nine out of ninety-nine out of a hundred times, you know. This is my new mentality. Are you ready? I'm ready. So I'm just hoping for the best in people, but I always get the worst. Oh, that's kind of that's kind of depressing. Thank you. So <laughs> no, that has allowed me to actually not be too hopeful. Hope, hope for the best, prepare for the worst. You know, yeah. So, yeah, pretty pretty much. Yeah, a little depressing. You're right, but you don't know how many times I've gotten that perspective like you hope for the best i uh, see the best of people and then i always get the worst yeah, yeah. i that's, you were i i'm trying to think if that's my mindset i don't think that's quite no my mindset people. i think i think i just do whatever is necessary to make the social interaction positive but that usually means I just have to be a different version of myself, you know. I've seen you. I've seen you socially. That's yeah. definitely not your element. I at just have me. to be somebody else. Like it's almost right. like I disappear, and then it's yes. like some other person comes out and just <laughs> yeah. manages, you know, the social whatever, and then I, it's over. And I'm exhausted. Really at it. Oh, thanks. But no one would notice. Like if they really don't know you, <laughs> uh, it's like, oh yeah, that's Trevor. Trevor mode, you know. Yep, and then eventually I get to know them well enough to determine whether or not I can actually be myself with them after enough time goes by. I don't know how many people we've sent to hell, but quite a few. (laughs) What do you mean? What are you talking about? I don't (laughs) don't know, know, man. Dude, you're losing uh, it, man. You're losing it. Well, to wrap up my job thing... It's good. I'm bummed because I'm spending less time with my kids these past few days, but it's, mm-hmm. uh, I think that will be temporary. It's a remote job, so I had to take it. It's, uh, no matter what, remote's going to be better than, you know. Absolutely. whatever it's being so, actually there at the lab. Yeah, so. For sure. And I'll have to sure. go every once in a while, but it's not too bad, so. What but about you? A, What's new with you? It's a little, it's a little exciting for you anyway, because that's... I remember you tell me you hated your other job. So the fact that you are a researcher, you know, what's disgusting about that is I tell stayed me. at that job for eight years. Yeah. Eight years. I mean, the, the pay was good. You know, it's easy. It's easy to just be like, Hey, nobody likes your job, man. Like the pay's good. What you are you, what are you track. bitching about? You know? Yeah. Um, and that, I mean, that's, that was, that's advice you get from family. That's advice you get from yourself. Like, Like, yeah, no, you know, a lot of people want to be a freaking actor or an artist, you know, like you just, not that I want to be any of those things, that's for sure, but uh, you just suck it up and, you know, so anyway, um, I don't know that that's, if that's bad advice, it's just, if you're truly miserable, like you gotta, you gotta change. You gotta get out of there. Yeah, so. Whether it's a job, a relationship. Yeah. a, A situation, just get up. If you cannot get away from it, just try to fix it somehow. But most of the time you can get away with it. You can just leave it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a job. I know it's cliche, but life's short, you know, the fact that I spent eight years, I I look back at it and I try to, I try to like take something out of it. Like surely I got something out of it, you know, where you're at right now. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, my life would have been. It would have been. Yeah, was a catalyst. You know what? That's true. Because it was. It was so bad that it made me make some drastic changes. Which, if I had taken a job and that, I sort of liked then I probably wouldn't have made any big changes, but yeah, I don't You were too comfortable. Money was good. You would have never left. And I feel like people are like, Oh, typical millennial. Although I think I might be too old to be a millennial. I'm not sure, but a typical millennial doesn't want to work. You know, dude, this job was soul sucking. Like <laughs> it was like people don't understand. It was like, I felt like it was borderline illegal. Half the time, the shit people <laughs> wanted me to do. Oh man. And, uh, and you know, I should. It was borderline illegal. Like the yeah. the legality of everything I did was based on like the wording of my emails. You know. Oh wow. And the use of the word appropriate, like, mm-hmm. just do it appropriately. Wink, wink. Kick, mm-hmm. kick under the table. Like you know what that means. It means bill the patient as much as you possibly yeah. can. You I'm so answer. glad you're not there anymore. That's an <laughs> inferno. Dude, healthcare. That we're, we have no topic tonight, so here we go. So we're just gonna we're just gonna bitch, uh, dude. Healthcare, <laughs> and I just want to say I'm not admitting any guilt at all <laughs> to anything. I did nothing wrong. What I'm trying to express is that management put a lot of pressure on you to walk up to the line of illegality as closely as humanly possible. Oh no! For it, a long time. Oh yeah, yeah. And so, nah, when you're doing that, it's constant stress, like I need to make sure I word this right, I need to make sure I say this right and then and then when you, when you have people who report to you and they start being able to see through the bullshit like you're like they see what I see, you know, so they're looking at me like, what are you doing? like we all know it's about the money in healthcare mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. billing or management or whatever. Anyway, dude, I hated it. It wasn't for my personality, but there were people there who thrived, thrived. They saw it. The, you know what it was? It the people who saw it as a game thrived, like mm. oh, like a sport. Like they viewed it as like, what's the best strategy to get to the best outcome? You know, like Wall Street. Yes. Like I like I wouldn't be good in that situation because I'd be like. Wait, what are we doing? We're like ripping off people's right. pensions to to you know, like to do micro trades, digital, right. you know, whatever the weird scam arbitrage is like that's what it was. I just it's not for me. But but most of the people I worked with enjoyed it. The clinicians hated it. The actual people doing the job, you could tell. It was a grind. Uh, 8 years of that. Oh dude, 8 years. Wow. And then you know a blessing. I got laid off for not allowing the, the vaccine into my life. Mm-hmm. And uh, now people don't even ask. Now employers don't even want to know. Now those those days are over. It's amazing. Um, yes. So, so yeah. So that was kind of like a, a triple, a double, a double blessing. I got out of there. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to deal with that. I mean, I don't. I don't. There's probably nothing wrong with it. It's fine. Whatever. I just didn't want to, especially like I'd already had it. Now we're now we're off the rails. Now the show is going to be banned because of what I'm talking about. But, uh, and I just was like, I don't. I don't want. I don't want to get this thing. You know. Do you think a lot of people actually hate their jobs? Um. Yeah, I think so. I mean, just judging from like you know memes on instagram and comments yeah. people make yeah i think so yeah yeah there's there's quite a few of quite a bit of uh, trends uh from what i'm reading about the gen zers like right now what was i reading oh like the bare minimum mondays have you heard of that <laughs> no but I, I what is that <laughs> it's just basically you show up on monday you do the bare minimum and then uh don't ask for more you know it's just whatever So that's one trend for Gen Zs. Another one is quiet quitters. Oh, yeah. I've heard heard? of that. You've heard of that? Yeah. Yeah. It's just don't say anything in meetings. like whatever. It's just just flying by. My my last three years at my job, I was just like. Like quiet quitter. Oh, dude. I was so under the radar. I kept being amazed. I I hadn't gotten fired. I I remember. I don't know how many beers we had over that (laughs) I was like, why are they still paying me this like <laughs> nice salary? I'm not, I'm just like literally, but, but then you start realizing how many other people are doing the same thing. And you're like, Oh, mm-hmm. okay. That makes sense. So mm-hmm. yeah, all this, all this movements and it's just, it's just different vibe, Like the job environment really. I, th- I mean, that's something that I know everyone said about my generation, which I th- I think is millennials, but Gen Z is like 100 X you know like they're very much they value you know flexibility Me- independence mental health, mental health sure. yeah. yeah and i think i mean listen we have a mutual friend uh who works at the same company i worked with okay and he would dislocate his his eyeball rolling his eyes at comments like that like mental health and like independence and flexibility and i get it cuz like we've worked with some people who are a little ridiculous like you know, like we have an office in LA and people would just call off last minute. Cause they got an audition for a commercial and it's like, you're an RN. What do you mean? Like you need, you have yeah. patience, you have patience, you have to go to work. Like you yeah. can't. Yeah. And they're like, well, it's just my passion. And then- <laughs> so, so I get, I get it. Like there's a fine line, you know, but there's always a, to the extreme. Yeah, right? There's yeah. a, a gray area, but I mean, I don't know. I feel like it's gotta be a good thing. That people don't want to be miserable at jobs and want to do stuff they love. I mean, it might not be good for. No, but the gap is getting bigger. Society, of, yeah, you know, Gen X, us, we see, we view the world differently, especially the workforce, and so there's a huge gap between the Gen Zs are coming out with different. Like, ideology. are you talking about oh, yeah. like a, like a, like a skills gap? Like there's just less people who can do the Understanding jobs gap. Yeah. There are like a few things like knowledge gap. Mm-hmm. So they're, what were they? I was just reading about, it. so there's a knowledge gap. There's a agreement gap, which means that, uh, the, the boss knows more, the boss being Gen X it knows more and they want to impose their will. Yeah. And so they want to minimize, you know, Gen Z's input. Yeah. So that's that. And then when the Gen Z says, "Well, what about this?" and that's the agreeable gap. Like, no, the gen- the boss will go like, "That sounds nice, but it ain't gonna happen." Right. And so that's the agreeable gap. And there was another one. I don't remember. Do you think that? that ex- do you think that's true for every generation? I think Gen Zs and millennials, uh, the baby boomer saw as like wimps too. Yeah, and then the baby boomers' parents—you know—they—they they, this Highland—they did Normandy, you know—they—they they, yeah, same generation, yeah—they—they uh, they fought the Nazis in the Black Forest, you know. So <laughs> it's like the next generation always kind of, I guess, looks like a, a wimp yeah. from that perspective. Life is getting easier, but yet we're making it harder. You know, yeah, so it's understand. getting easier, and it's getting harder in other ways. You know, I mean, I know anxiety is not the same thing as, as starvation and war. So you know, like I'll take I'll take uh, stressors and anxiety over. Well, they're physical and mental elements, right? So yeah, it's, it's not nothing. You know, like I don't want to completely right. minimize like the Gen Z and millennial complaint. No, it's a thing, dude. It's a force. And I, like I was telling one of my colleagues, it's like they're here and they're not gonna go away. So the sooner you close a gap and understand it, because she's having a hard time. Oh uh, and man. hiring, you know, even professionals. Yeah. So right, and then cuz you know, you got jobs and then you get professions. So two different things, but it doesn't matter. Like they value mental health. There's like health that some flexibility and work remotely. There's like this like maybe I'd say 0.5% of my spirit that is sort of like uh like anarchist communist, right? I'm so I'm so anti Communist, so don't, don't misunderstand what I'm saying, but I was going to say there's just that honest? like, there's just like that small spirit where you're like, when you hear managers and employers of bigger corporations, not small businesses saying like they can't fill these jobs, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, I'm just thinking of the job I was at for eight years. We're saying like, you're abusing your employees, you know, like you're, you're kind of abusing them, the things you're asking them to do. And then now all of a sudden when they can't hire anyone, there's that part of you that wants to go like, see, I told you, like right. you need to, you need to at least try to treat your employees well. But this is more than that. Obviously what you're talking about, this is just a fundamental shift. Yeah. And they're there are coming of age right now. Like I said, they're, they're in the workforce. They're graduating. They're, they're, they're here. So, and then, uh, gen x's we just we've been too hardcore i think because we grew up pre internet you know we just how to find our own way kind of thing are you a gen xer yeah yeah you're a different beast man you're a whole different animal gen x yeah but you're an anomaly in the matrix basically man so they're they're so they're extremists just like any generation right but under, I think understanding that gap and and, 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 and it's awesome because I still have students and they still do well and a lot of them are Gen Z's, you know? So, but yes, we do see a trend of anxiety, depression, and not, not being able to function properly. Like a few of our last students had that hmm. one to the extreme. I, I, I couldn't handle him. So I just gave it to my colleague. <laughs> I said, I, I, I can't deal with this guy. Like, Sorry, you just can't can function. But um Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't I, I try to understand that. Big problems like this, my mind automatically starts going like well, what, Shut down. What could be done? What could we do? And it's like, dude, this is a bigger problem than I can wrap my head around. This oh, is like yeah. like I, I think it's just, just like individualism. You know, this is this is this is the final days of Rome is what this is. Like this is the four hundred AD Rome when like you just have systemic you think we're imploding changes. Oh yeah, man. Oh yeah. It's, it's, know, oh, it's, globalists are oh, gonna yeah. take over Soros. I don't I don't know what the what it's gonna look like, but I mean I not United States. I mean BRICS is about to happen in two weeks. You know that, right? I do. I do. In and South I don't Africa? know what to make of that. I don't know what to make of that. It's uh it's, it's a move. It's something that like the more you know, it's funny because like the more conspiratorial minded among us have been talking about how that was going to happen for 10, 15 years, right? Oh, yeah. And it, they've been talking about it for so long that I, I kind of wrote it off as a possibility, but now it is actually happening. Yeah. For those who don't know what breaks, is, uh, it's a basically a coalition of uh, five countries, right? Yeah, Brazil, Brazil Russia, Russia, India, China, India. South Africa. Right, right. So they're they're proposing a new form of currency for global transactions based on natural resources and including gold but uh, the main purpose i think and a lot of analysts are saying that is to basically bypass fees right or penalties imposed by us or the united states uh, so that way they can create their own power of currency is that Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's certain that certainly could be part of it. I mean, if people are are probably familiar with the phrase like the petrodollar um, and it's just this idea that when an oil, especially an oil exporting country, but I'm sure other commodities as well, like when when an oil exporting country like Saudi Arabia sells oil, they don't get to sell it in their currency. Right. right. Cause that, that's such a foreign concept to us. Like, of course, if you're, if you're in Mexico and you're selling something to someone, like you're going to accept pesos. Right? right. But no, if you're right selling, you're selling millions of dollars of oil in the open market, you have to sell it in us dollars. Mm-hmm. And that creates such an outrageous demand for dollars that it gives us the power to print money without consequence. And so all these people talk about like the U.S. is printing money, like inflation, inflation. Like, yeah, there's inflation, but the amount of money we print, it should be like Zimbabwe here, you know, Yeah. <laughs> or El Salvador. Like, and, and the fact that it's not, there's a lot of people, like you listen to finance shows. I used to have a finance podcast, people, if you're wondering why, <laughs> why, why I'm oh, into this right. stuff. Uh, right. And so anyway, so what was I talking about? Oh, so people are like, why isn't inflation even worse? Because it should be even worse, which I know is crazy to comprehend, but it's because there's an outrageous demand for US currency. It's it's a never before seen demand for a single country's currency. And if that goes away because China, you know, Brazil, Saudi Arabia, I think is wanting to become a part of the like the gold back. There's a there's a waiting list, dude. That I don't think like I I don't want to be one of those people who makes like crazy predictions, but this is one of the things that seems like it could have the potential to be incredibly destabilizing. Yes, incredibly destabilizing. And this was a this was the quickest way to get assassinated for the last fifty years was to be a country that proposed a a gold backed currency and and to deny their obligation to sell oil in dollars. Saddam Hussein did it. He tried to start a gold backed Iraqi dinar. Dead. You know, right. two years later, uh, what's the other guy got dragged through the streets? Gaddafi dead. As soon as he mm-hmm. talked about selling, you know, starting his own gold goldback currency where he could sell oil in that currency. So, but right. you can't say that with those two main guys at play, but when it's like Saudi Arabia, right? Yeah, like Russia, one of our and biggest allies oh. in Russia and China. Yeah. So I think I mean, they, South Africa, they're just coming along for the ride in India as well, but Brazil has natural resources but i don't know man this is oh in, i mean it's in india's india's a, a megalith man like and, they are and intellectually they, they're literally at war with china i mean so so the fact that they're talking about collaborating on this means they really freaking hate the american hegemony they, and dominance they had a, they hated the roman empire for centuries and that you know? i mean I, I see so many parallels right now to the Me to, too. to rome I mean, I, I, we, yeah yeah even even our the the way we we do things our architecture we take it after the Romans greco Romans you know, so we allude to that to that we're an empire, I just read right. this book about the fall of the Roman Empire, and the it's just it's like man, it's happening like no no one thought it was gonna happen when they're in it. it's Rome right, you know, right, like the sun never sets on this empire like it's not going anywhere, and uh and it just it just adds up, you know. And eventually, there's that straw that breaks the camel's back, and that's it. Yeah, that's it's right. It's sad because we're part of it. it and it's actually, yeah, yeah. And it, it's sad because I mean, in a lot of it, I not to get like, you know, pessimist. weird, but no, you know, if this is a great country. You know, we've got great things oh, going it. on, right? I mean, I we had I'd, so easy. I don't want to conflate like our government and our country, but like this country, the people, the Found you know, foundational principles like it's amazing, great, yeah, it's great, love it. And so, when that goes away, it's like, oh, what's it going to be replaced with, man? It's not going to be better, you know, yeah, yeah. And then you go and you know, you see Germany and France and UK, and it's millennial, you know, they're they've been here forever, yeah, through rough times, and they got a system going on, they know how to handle it. Yeah, that's true. They, they've kind of... Yeah, they know how to handle. But then again, this BRICS thing is totally against all of us, the G7, basically. Yeah, and there's a lot of countries that don't really like us. Like, Germany doesn't really like us. They'll take the first chance they get to... They never will. To bail. They always have that foot, you know, just because we had our foot up their ass. Right. So they never know. Yep, yep. And we can't mind our own business. We're always messing with them and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, man, it's it's a wild ride. It's I don't and hate. The, it, I don't not. I, yeah, I don't want to be too pessimistic, because people make <laughs> these predictions. You know, well, I'm just observing, all the time. and I'm reading. I'm like, oh, this is interesting. Oh, this is taking force. Oh, this is even more interesting. I just feel like it. I now more than ever before see how it could just all go away. You know, not tomorrow. Maybe over the next hundred years, fifty years you know 25 right 20 worst case but <laughs> but the the fact that like yeah it's uh i mean i think at the the ver- very least we can expect some pretty serious military and economic conflicts in the next 10 years yeah well, it's been brewing not a political show but you know selling not selling show. arms to Taiwan and I mean we're literally kind of at war with Russia, you know. It's uh that's not when you when you start getting you know players like like Russia and China and India and into these huge economic pacts and then military pacts are next and mutual uh commitments to defend one another come after right. that and then world war 3. Boom. yeah so anyway <laughs> how have you been <laughs> what's new Wow. Well, you're not making predictions hey we're just we're just observing always saying enjoy the now yeah because tomorrow might never happen so enjoy the now enjoy what you have it's like you have clean air clear water it's been crazy where we live i mean i saw the air quality two days ago it was 364 i've never seen it like that wow yeah, I think the max is what, 400, 500? Yeah, it was nuts. That Wait, was sorry, crazy. you said air quality or water quality? What did you say? Air quality. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've, I know this is kind of gross, but obviously I've dissected a lot of cadavers here at the at the anatomy department. And uh, the ones from our area, the lungs are always so black. It's like, oh. Yeah, today was four. That's what my lungs looks nice, like. But I've never seen it like red, like, hazardous like it doesn't go any higher than what it was and you know people blame it on on the fires and all this shit i think it's camtrails man did you see it rain and then it rained <laughs> and then any rain mud come on there's Where all is that where's all that going all that aluminum is going to the water i'm telling you i i get so antsy talking about I'm kind of proud of myself for mentioning the vaccine earlier. That's very out of character for me. So I, I said it about I how know. I was a little, I, I was, yeah, yeah. I, I, I could tell maybe that I was like, are you uncomfortable? I wasn't sure, but now you've won up to me and you've now brought chemtrails in. Dude, I don't care at this point. Just look at this Sky. It's happening. Like I talked to three people at work. They're like, what? What's chemtrails? How do you spell that? Like, Okay. I mean, I think at a minimum you just have to acknowledge, like, I'm I'm talking to the, the list, the potential listeners out there who might the think that's crazy. It's happening. It, it, yeah. At the very minimum, you have to understand that this is a technology that can be done. It's not. We're not talking about like like faster than light like space travel. Like there are there are companies that you can hire in agricultural areas to to disperse sky. particles that act as a raindrop nucleus. Right. Stop messing with the sky and increase precipitation in already cloud areas. you to do that? Yeah. No, no one. I didn't vote for that. But, but like, just like just starting from that, like that's something that is verifiable. Like you can, not, you know what I mean? Oh like, yeah. They're not hiding it either. And then, and then it's like, well, whether or not you want to scale that up to like everything in the sky is a chemtrail is like, okay, well, that's it's a spectrum. Like people can disagree, but. I feel like the basic premise, like most people don't believe that, like that is even possible. Dude, Do you look up, the clouds are not clouds, man. Like one day, (laughs) it's like, this is not natural. I'm only laughing because I know this is where people start to like say like, why you're crazy. But I, but no, but but yes. Fine, yeah, I fine. I'm with you. you can I, label me I crazy, don't think you're crazy. Those are not those are not real clouds. Man. I don't know I'm why I'm self censoring right now. I'm sorry, <laughs> listeners. I'm I'm being a bad podcast host. I don't know <laughs> no, what to do. But it's just there's like, you, <laughs> know, just like okay, yeah. people, uh, you know, it's just a lifetime of like, of hearing people. You know, it's just a lifetime of indoctrination, man, so- and and brainwashing. I can't. I can't do anything about it. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like okay, so. Like you're saying about the, the whole trending of the jobs and Gen Z's. Like, well, what can I do about it? Uh, nothing. People already have done it, but it's already it's – it's it's an agenda. It's a world in play. I hate that feeling of powerlessness. But I don't – but I think, it's, I think it's actually good to acknowledge how powerless you are for these bigger issues because then you got you to, like, lower your locus of control and attention down to, like, your actual life. You know, like what can you do in your actual life? What do you have control over? I mean, I guess that's kind of like a Jordan Peterson thing, like make your bed, you know, but um, I, I know people who are just like obsessed with all the national stuff. i try not to get obsessed. And they're subscribed to these alerts and they just like the headlines come on their phone and they, oh, look, they passed this law and you know, the, your kids are going to get taken away. And it's like, I actually agree with them on most of their opinions. It's just like, I can't handle. I can't handle that much tiring. negative it can't information. Function. Yeah, exactly. can function. Like, if we knew how what how how bad we are as humans, and I'm being a true pessimist. Like, how many <laughs> people die daily? Oh yeah. Oh, uh, have if, you I, I have you been it. to like, like? I do not want to be God. Oh, thanks. Yeah, that's for that's, that's like for human sure. mind talking. It's like, no, thanks. I don't want to know that. Have you been to like any terrible places? Like in my mind or like physically? No, no, no. Like, like locations, like, uh, just You're like in the States or out there. Just like really bad third world countries or anything. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, horrible, man. Miserable living uh, circumstances. Yeah. For sure. Oh yeah. It's, uh. I'm like, oh God, you know, even here actually, you know, what's sad? you know, in, in home health, even here, oh dude, I've seen some stuff in home health that I war zone haven't like, seen in third world countries, like you know dogs like animals live better than some humans literally can I tell can I tell a home health story do it <laughs> you know what i i this is exactly the kind of episode I need. I'm sorry if people don't want to listen to this i I was gonna discuss a book I read about the fall of Rome, but I'm thinking I don't really want to I want to talk about this horrible home health Uh, situation i have two i have two that's really (laughs) messed up and not that like gross just messed up but the one i'm going to tell it was in this town um there there's a part of northern california that's like a third world country Mm. you know obviously you know san francisco's got its issues right but that's it's a city Right. So it's a beautiful beautiful. city in a lot of ways with issues and it's surrounded by wine country and Silicon Valley. And so, so that part of Northern California, that's just money, just money everywhere you look. Right. Mm -hmm. But if you kind of drift North and then East, you can find some locales that are pretty rough. So I was in this town. I won't name it. I mean, it's not, it's not a hip issue. I'm not going to tell you the, you know, the name of the person or anything, but, uh, is in this town trailer home, which is no big deal. That's super common. But mm-hmm. you, I walk in. It's, it smells really bad. It smells like really bad urine. There's a lot of people in the house, and Human I know yeah, and I notice. Both. What's that? Human oh, or animal urine. It could have been both, but the story is Ugh. about animal. <clears throat> I can see sagging in the floor, right? Yeah. Like really bad. Like I, I'm, I'm, wor- I'm kind of worried about the structural integrity, you know. And so I'm. C- unconsciously walking on the joists instead of the subfloor, you know, cause you can, you can see, you can see the high points in the floor where the, oh, right. the floor joists are. Right. Right. And so I'm talking to her and I tell her, you know, whatever, we're, we're doing something. And she goes, Hey, when, can you go get me this thing? Like your Medicare card or whatever. Uh, just make sure you walk on the lines. What? And she's talking about the floor joists. And I realized, finally, I realized that there's 20 dogs in the other room and they let them urinate in the house. And there's oh. so much urine in the plywood sitting on top, the subfloor sitting on top yeah. of the floor joists that is starting to fall through the joists. And dude. actually some of her kids had fallen through. So there was holes. And then I'm like, you know what? Uh Bricks doesn't matter to this lady, right? Right. <laughs> like her her threats to her livelihood are really close to home. Like they're local. So. <laughs> and that's an extreme example, but I think that's true for everybody. Like Oh my god. And un- unless you're unless you're like on the board of HP and Dell. Mm-hmm. L- well, those are really old computer companies. Why am I saying that? Apple, iPhone, like that's the only time this big stuff matters to you. Basically. Anyway, so. Do you have any yeah. good stories like that? Nasty like that? Um, oh, there's so many, but I, I'm not recalling the specific I, one. It's just, I mean, there's another city nearby who that is. I'm aware the most prominent. <laughs> well, there's a few safe, by us, yeah. Safe. Uh, I should get I should get rewarded for going there. Actually. <laughs> I mean, you drive out, man, there's, it looks like a war zone, like sofas upside down, like in the middle of the park. It's like, give a me a street park. name. Give me a street name. Are we talking like Waterman? East street, Yeah. Uh, like East street and Waterman yeah. out there, you know? Oh yeah. Uh, I've seen oh, some yeah. things. So pull up. Uh, yeah. I show up and then there's like needles on the floor. Uh, it's just but cockroaches, man. I mean, it's pretty. Disgusting. <laughs> the funny thing is I only did home health for like a year, but I feel like I have so much trauma. <laughs> I've done it for 12 years. I now. Know. That's what's <laughs> so crazy. Uh, like, how? like, Oh, you've probably seen everything. I, I have one I've other story, it, but I, it looks like it seems like I, sometimes I just put it away. PTSD. Like archive. Yeah. <laughs> I like archive it. Uh, I, I have one other story, local story, our County that we live in, uh, The lady had – she was kind a little beat up, right? Hmm. And the whole time I'm like, oh, gosh, I know what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to ask about this, you know? Right. And uh, I'm being really honest right now. I hope that doesn't make me sound like a bad person. (laughs) It's it's just like when you're like – you're trying to get home, right? You're supposed to be getting dinner for your kids, and like you know you're going to have 15 hours of paperwork, right? So you're like, oh. Then you're like, no, I have to, it's the right thing. So I say, Hey, what's going on? You know, here did you you fall? Or and uh she's like, Yeah, I fell. I'm like, okay. And uh she was acting weird about it though, you know. I'm like, oh, it doesn't Mm -hmm. look like she fell. Anyway, Mm -hmm. finally coaxed out of her that her county provided in-home support person was beating her up. No way, yeah. And so I'm like, okay, well, like I got obviously got to report this. And she's like, no, right. no, you can't. Like, you can't. She'll she'll kill me if she finds out. I'm like, oh, well, she's not gonna find out. Like, um, you know, the the county has very specific rules about how they handle this, blah, 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 blah. Right. Give her the spiel. I call, guess what? The person I call at the county knows the caregiver. They're friends. No way. And she no. tells her. No. Can you believe that? No. Anyway, so I had to like file some like formal report. Who knows if they ever did anything? I feel terrible. Like I'm like, did I doom this lady? No, so I, you did the right. thing. I put everything in the paperwork and I told all the supervisors to like get involved. I like, I I did all the things you're supposed to do, but no, I'm like, you did, they did the right thing. I'm like, oh my gosh, like yeah. At the end of the day, people are people. Every every system, every institution is just filled with with people, man. So. That is true, you know. That's someone right. calls me about some crazy thing you did, I'd probably tell you ahead of time. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's just not morally right. You, you just no. don't go around. Come on, that. can't hit, but can't hit old ladies. That's that's like that's seventh circle of hell kind of stuff, man. Ninth now, is that what it at the bottom? Bottom, yeah, yeah. The bottom. So, so, yeah, the, the what's so sad is that it's here, it's it's in the you know, in the United States, right? We were talking about this. Yeah, it was 15 minutes from my house. Yeah, and they live like in the worst conditions ever by choice sometimes, Uh, and they're happy, and and they they seem happy. Some of them like, yeah, you know, it's okay if I swim in shit. I I, like it. I know this is a common thing people say, but some of the happiest people I ever spent time with was when I spent a month in Haiti. I mean, to say these people had nothing is like an understatement, you know? Yeah. But you know, I was happy too. Cause we're just out there just, just living the life. Like you're not thinking about anything. You're not thinking about yeah. tomorrow. You're just doing whatever you have to do. And then you're yeah, like, you're thinking about your next meal, you know, right. like, but, and there is something kind of liberating with that, but then you get back and you're like, okay, yeah, I'm glad I'm back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Drinking water out of a bag. gets old and getting like, dude, <laughs> sweating all night and being oh, eaten virus. by mosquitoes and the, 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 all the mosquitoes. hallucinations it's so from malaria medication. And, it's very true. And it's so sad because that's such a beautiful country. Like all the natural resources, they can do so much. Oh yeah. There's but all the kinds corruption. of political story, corruption oh, stories. And yeah. didn't he just like kill their, their, their president like three years ago or something like that. It's rough, man. It, it, it's uh there was a few moments where I was a little bit, you know, it's kind of scary. It's almost like cursed. Yeah, they, 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 I forget what they call it. There's a Creole word for it, but they put people, they stack tires up around someone and light them on fire and they're stuck in the tires. Nice. And they did that to some like Christian missionaries the week before nice. we got there. That was kind of, that was kind of terrifying. Um, yeah. So anyway, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it was uh, quick story about that. So we were like building a, um, uh, like an orphanage. So we're, we're. I I like, I like doing retaining walls. So I'm like, this is cool. Dig some trenches, and it was fun right. driving around town in the back of a truck negotiating for for cement and blocks. Nice. And um, c- cement and blocks are cheap. Wood super expensive. So like, anyway, so we're we're building these retaining walls and blah blah blah, and my friend comes up to me, anot anonymous Al, one of our guests. Oh he, nice. He's like, dude, we got to do something. I'm like what? And he goes. I just walked by the kitchen for the kits and he's like, dude, there's roaches, there's flies, there's dirt, there's I, I don't know what there is. He's like, we got to do something. We, gotta, like, we got to like we got got to do something. Right. And then the lady comes out and she's like, "Okay, you guys ready to eat? The the food, the lunch was for us." <laughs> oh no. So we 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 ate that. <laughs> you ate it like Indiana Jones. Yeah, because they're very like very much like how's your you know how's your food? That was great. That's probably a, a week's worth of their income, the food they prepare. Yeah, that's not, it's not a cool look to deny food, but no, no. But no, it was no, like no. oh boy, good thing I've got antibiotics. <laughs> I think we should name this uh, episode "People are people. People, are people." people are people. People are people. This is some way the pitch mode call that. Ooh, yeah great song 80s gens gen x but um depeche mode under underrated band in some aspects i oh, would say here in the states they're like huge right now they're touring in uh, czech republic and prague they're sold out everywhere they're playing like in airports like on the the whole uh, yeah, wow. track on the airport yeah they're filling out they're just left and right man they're huge in europe our, but here our, yeah, underrated. The only the only time I ever really listened to them was just out of curiosity because I found out that Marilyn Manson's song was a depeche mode cover, you know. Yep. Y- and, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Your own personal Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and uh and what do you know, Marilyn Manson turned out to be a douchebag. Shocking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was someone it was got royalties for, for that song anyway, right? It was good we gotta go see them in music. two three months at the Where? Uh, Crypto? We got floor oh, tickets. Oh, nice! Man. We got floor tickets. First time ever. This is going to be our fourth time. Living the life, dude. I mean, it's epic, man. It's epic. But that, that'll um, be fun. Yeah, that'll be that'll that'll be fun. So this was an interesting week too for me. I I wasn't gonna announce it, but hey, it's part of life. Uh, I gotta. Do I submit it to that journal? As you know. Yeah. Uh, last week, and I got the notice today of rejection. Oh, sorry, man. So, so that's okay. I've that's gotten it. several of those, so you're in good company. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with. I was at kinda, least it was so quick, bad. dude. It was ten days. Yeah, that's nice. Was it? Yeah, something like that. So, so yeah, and that's fine. I mean, that means the reviewers actually read it quickly. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I, I, so I'm I'm re- to, I had a five month. Really? Five you months five just months? to get rejected. Can you imagine? So you, you got the band-aid ripped off, you got the opportunity to resubmit. Did they give you feedback that was helpful or, or not really? Very gingerly, like uh, yeah, very gingerly in the email. But um um someone that you and I know very well, uh quoted, give me a quote that I I think I'm gonna just make that in a block or make it big. It says, May all your failures be inexpensive and quick, yes, yeah, that's it, man, that's, that's just called somewhat. that's just called learning if they're inexpensive and quick <laughs> well no matter what is learning, but yeah, yeah, I'm like, oh, you know, yeah, you gotta wait nicely, like you said, it's fast and move on to the next one, so yeah. So that's okay. So I'm already working on, on that. I was too bad because I was going to work on the second manuscript, but now I have to reformat it. It, and- it just is a little depressing because of how much work you put into formatting it for that specific yeah. journal, and then it's like, oh, now I gotta. So so hopefully the next one you find is similar, you know, similar requirements or something. Mm-hmm. But it's just growing pains. Yeah. But that's about it. Aside from that, I having a good time drinking Allagash. I was bracing uh-huh. for something much worse the way you, you were leading into that. Oh, not, really? not to undermine that it is, it is, it sucks. It's a sucky feeling, but I was, I was worried you're going to, I don't know. I don't know what you're going to say. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, what's going on? Right now? I will give you a call. and not <laughs> Okay. The podcast. Okay. Good. Thanks. <laughs> Appreciate that. I will call you right away, man. But no, no, it's, it, it's part of the journey, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it's cool. You're growing and and that's that. The rest is pretty stable. So, it's very peaceful when you start meeting those five pillars, you know. What are the five just pillars? Just to recall our listeners uh, I subscribe to this idea of uh harmonic wealth, not original idea. Uh but anyway, it's just about uh keeping level to all oh, those five columns to have balance in your life and one of them is your spiritual column. Yes. That's your right. Financial column. Your physical column. Your mental. Right. And your relational. Yeah. So if you have all those pillars up and about, your life is going to be good. So if you lack it in one of them, it's going to be a bit, you know, tilted. So, so it's, it's, it's nice because that the, the, the rejection of the paper is more of a mental thing. Yeah. And it's not that bad. You know, but, but the rest are, are, are actually moving forward. So I'm happy. It's good. That is a good spirit to start wrapping up on. I think that's good. I like, I like that. That's it. There's really nothing outside of those five categories. That's really that important, you know? Right. Cause if you think about it, you can be like, have all this money in the world, right? Be the, 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 the financial pillar was super high and then you're dying in the hospital oh, because yeah. you didn't take care of your body or everybody so, hates you or yeah, you got, right. Right, yeah. right. Are you are are you very spiritual, and then you have a pool, hole in your shoe, like you're super poor. Right, you can't do that. Right. Yeah, so, <sighs> well, I, my computer is at five percent, which is why I'm artificially ending our conversation kind of early, because I think to go get a charger and and stuff would be disruptive. So, we will wind down with that. I might be the worst. Person about saying what our next show is going to be about. This show is supposed let's, to be about time travel and stuff. Let's uh, do that. <laughs> so, still need Either to do that or, that, or the book that you're reading about Rome, it's, uh, uh, dude? It's, it's so good. It's a listener recommendation. That's why I feel like we have oh, to talk. Let's about do the next spot. Kind of it's uh, sure. it, it it's about specifically about the Arian controversy. Really? So Arius was a, a priest in Rome. Yep, Ari, Arius was a priest in in Rome who believed that Jesus was the son of God Mm -hmm. and therefore less than God. And then a bunch of others, you know, a lot of different folks, uh, Athanasius is a a big one, um, said that, no, basically Jesus is God. And so that led to like a 300-year conflict that was massive in scope both philosophically and geographically. Mm-hmm. And there's were assassinations and war and chaos based on this idea that was ultimately sort of resolved by coming up with the Trinity mm-hmm. idea in like the three 300 years after the conflict started. And the Trinity idea kind of gave rise to the Roman Catholic Church and then mm-hmm. those that still disagreed, the more, the more kind of folks that followed – Arius became the Eastern Orthodox or Greek Orthodox Church. Oh, how interesting! Which both still exist today. But it's wild reading some of the debates and the, the arguments best. they were having back then. You know, like how big is this book? It's surprisingly not that long. <laughs> he, mm-hmm. the guy, the guy can make a lot happen with a few words, which is good. Good writer, that guy. But yeah, he's very. He's a great, great writer, and uh, just reading, just reading like trying to get into the head of Constantine and Diocletian and, you know, all these emperors and bishops. It's just the politics, man. The, the And they're still here with us. The exile, the assassination, the excommunication, the excommunication, the war. Oh. You know? Dude, I love it. I love it, yeah. man. It's, so, it's yeah. so good. So we'll talk, we'll talk about that next time. And then Oof. sooner or later, I'll make clips about the, uh, Russian men who stare at goats program, and yeah, man, I like this weekly thing. Let's keep doing it. Let's do it. I can do it over the weekend or next week. It's up to you. Weekend. Weekend sounds good. I'll probably be desperate to stop doing statistics. So, okay. uh, go ahead. Yeah. No. Okay. I can. We can do Saturday or whatever. Let okay. me know. Plans change. So whatever. But right. Um, follow us at on Instagram. Our underscore Philosofia support us by supporting our sponsor, the sacred ritual.com use code Sophia. You get 10% off and we get 10%. So you can support us by buying gifts for your wife, which is always a good idea. Or if you're a wife for yourself and if you want coffee, I might, depending on how much you spend, you know, I can't go broke. I might sneak some really good coffee in there for you. Uh, All right. That's it, everybody. Take it easy, Alfredo. Thank you for listening.